Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is the eighth episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I am your host, Katie M. Kane. With me is my co-host, Will Terps. Yeah. I couldn't hear it last. All right. So uh, tonight is the Bud Tenders episode. Uh, slash employees. I guess some people might be a manager or something else, but uh, we just wanted to get perspective from the people on the ground who are frontline as far as the industry goes. When customers come through the door, the first people that they talk to are the bud tenders. So, Will, you uh, are currently a bud tender slash manager at Natural Wonders, correct? Okay, so... I think that Will's connection is a little bit choppy. We're going to just try and have him call in. He's on the East Coast, and I believe the weather might not be the best where he's at. So, yeah, we got uh, Rich on the text right here. He's our first guest, Rich Axtell. Yes, sir, please do tune in. All right, here we have Rich right here. What's going on, Rich? Hey, what's good? Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, dude, man. Thanks for grabbing the headphones, dude. Uh -huh, yeah, yeah. Much better. Yeah, I found them. So, shit. So, um, I'm just going to head right into the interview since uh, we're having a little bit of technical issues with Will's connection there. He's going right. to call in the 1-800 number in one second. So, uh, you've been in the industry for a couple years now, right, Rich? Going on three, yeah. All right. And that's in yeah. Washington, Spokane area? Yeah, yeah, Spokane. Uh, started out growing and then kind of learned a little bit on the bottom side and then kind of just realized that, like, all the perks and stuff were on the retail side. Like, you don't really get much on the uh, on the growing side, so. Yeah. Yeah. Not too many free samples, man. <laughs> yeah. But if you're yeah. at retail, that's all they do is show up with free samples, man. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty... It's, it's, an, it's an interesting uh, uprise, I guess you could say. Yeah, dude. On like the uh, functions too. The functions yeah, are always exactly. Fun, man, hella fun. Yeah. So. So yeah, I've been doing that. So it's kind of been fun. Just been. So you like you've worked at different places too, right? Is uh, yeah. What was, play, what, was, uh, what was the three years? The, where I started was a place called, uh, um, they went by Inland Empire Growing, but it's called Good Earth Cannabis. Uh, as far as their trademark sign and logo and all that, like, it was Good Earth. And then, like, their most reputable strain was, like, their Gorilla Glue. I didn't know that until I, like, got into bud tending and stuff. Like, oh, shit. I used to grow a lot of that shit from transplant to harvest. Like, damn. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, holy shit. So it was cool to learn. And then from there, it was like, uh, grown for this, uh, inflorescence is what they go by. Just inflorescence, LLC. And then, uh, they have a really good, like, raspberry cushion. And it's like, oh, shit, I used to grow that too. And then, like, then I found, uh, and then, uh, Virginia company, uh, they're like another reputable farm within Washington and, uh, all around Spokane area. And then, uh, while I was working for a uh, Virginia company, I was just trimming and then just trimming the final product and stuff like that. The, and then I was burping and curing. 
not too much hard work, so I was like a little bit pleased with that, and then more of a consistent schedule. And uh, that's cool that like, uh, you learned that part of the process, dude. Because a lot of yeah. people skip that. You know what I mean? It's very so, important. So yeah, cool, you know what I mean. And yeah, so I was doing that, and then um, uh, got a call from Apex, then pretty much jumped ship on Virginia Company, and then then. Because, you know, I get that butt tenant call, like, fuck yeah, I'm on it, you know, like, I don't know, so. Well, I also feel too, Rich, like, um, when I'm in a store and the butt tender can't tell me shit about what's on the <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I assume that they have no production experience. I feel like yeah. having production experience makes you uh, a much, much better butt tender, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, for real, exactly. So if you come from, like, just the retail you're a good retail retail salesman like man they they could know how to they know how to pitch some bullshit sometimes so i don't know or like they really educate themselves on the on like the the book reading side you know what i mean they they could educate themselves and then talk about things like put big words out there like psychedelic effect and like you know shit like that just get people going i don't know i don't know so the butt tenant side is kind of fun it's interesting because, you know, uh, <laughs> it reminds me of uh, being Mr. Cheezel on on fucking uh, Grandma's Boy. <laughs> How you're explaining <laughs> weed like, fucking, yeah. you know, I was a snake fucking in the grass. And, you know, like you just tell like a funny ass shit like that's what people want to fucking hear. I don't know. So, yeah, uh, man. It, it's kind of fun. In, informative so, and entertaining, Rich. That's how we're yeah. trying to be. That's how we're trying to be with exactly. Show, you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, we're working out the issues with Will right now. Um, I'm gonna switch to my cookie cutter questions, Rich. Um, Word. Can you? Uh, you said Apex already, but just for yeah. for the uh, podcast, can you please state your name, company, and city and state, and whether recreational or medical? Uh. My name is Richard Axtell. I'm butt-tending in Spokane, Washington at a store called Apex Cannabis. Um, and it's a recreational s- store. What else was there? Uh, and that was it, right? Yeah, City and State, yeah. Spokane, Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how how long have you been there in your current position at Apex? Uh, about eight or nine months now. That's tight, dude. Yeah. I see you posting sometimes online yeah, so. the, the little functions and stuff, the, the party yeah. thing, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're always dope, man. It seems like uh, every now and then, too, a seed company would show up, and they'd have mm-hmm. mad free samples. So it's like, uh, hook me up. Let me it's it's it up. pretty much all it is. Yeah, it's just like a sample giveaway. And yeah, it, T-shirts. And it's weird because I kind of – feel for like the growers sometimes they don't get those opportunities and stuff like that like i don't know it was it was interesting to learn that <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah kinda... talking to people is fun too i like I yeah enjoy, i enjoy not being around people too like being in the garden was fun but i i agree um yeah it's it's kind of like a farm job more or less you know like if yeah yeah guys that you're around you don't really see too many other different people so for sure 
Um, so do you have any previous cannabis experience? You talked about being in production. Um, were you worked for three different production companies before you got at this, this place right now? Yeah. That's tight, dude. That's real tight. Yeah. If the tribe ever fucking gets, gets <laughs> it going, bro, you know what I mean? For real. Yeah. That would we'll be dope. Working. We'll probably both be working. Yeah. Um, so are you comfortable talking about wage or benefits? Like, do you get any other perks besides, like, is there a discount uh, or anything? I get, like, a you know a little employee discount, but, you know, nonetheless, I just, you know, just minimum wage and live off my tips pretty oh, much. that's just, cool. So yeah. that's, that's a thing. People actually do that. Yeah. You guys, and you guys split them up amongst you guys mm-hmm. at the end of the day? Yeah, yeah, it's a dividend. Not at uh, end of the week, but, yeah, it's still... That's, that's cool, man. We used to do that at Natural Wonders too. Like we we took our job really seriously to try and get people something that was gonna work for them and Yeah. Like tips rolled in, bro. So it was like <laughs> we could yeah. all get something to eat or get a beer or something after work and not to sweat it, you know? Yeah. That was always cool. Um, so what is your job like? Like how would you describe it? Can you like elaborate on this for a second too. Like, yeah. you know, like the the funny parts, the shitty parts, whatever. Yeah. Overall, though, uh, it's like inevitable. You can't really expect one specific customer. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, aunties and grandmas. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The grandmas, you know, you really try to be charming to the grandmas. They really good get, get good give tips or give good tips too. Man. Yeah, <laughs> it's like stuff like that. You know, it's pretty fun. Uh, yeah, that's 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 the the excitement. I guess you could say you don't really know what's gonna who's gonna come in that door. You don't know really what really what kind of question you're going to get asked. You know what I mean? <laughs> you yeah. got to be prepared, like, because <laughs> you get some wild-ass questions. Uh, Tell a story, know. Rich. Tell us. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had this guy one time, he kept calling me uh, Chief. I don't know, I was getting uncomfortable. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, like, I didn't and you really, got to like, try and be, a, you gotta try and be yeah, nice because you're at you work, nice, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm just at work and then like, oh man, I really like this here, Chief, you know what I mean? Like every little sample of weed I was giving him was just like, oh, Chief, you got me, Chief. You know, just like, dude, what the fuck, man? It's just like, that was like one of the most interesting, and that was like one of the first weeks we started because I was at the store when they opened on, division like they've only been open since i started working there like ever since like we're like the opening crew and i don't know so it's like holy shit i didn't know how to take that it was like damn I had to take a breather i was like man i got caught it's like it's like getting called the n-word a bunch of times and there's nobody's really turns their head to look at it like damn what the fuck this yeah. good dude keeps calling me chief and i kind of don't like it like <laughs> what do i do yeah. i don't know yeah that was like one of the most interesting Interesting little uh, encounters I've had. And then another time, this old lady kissed me on the cheek, which made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> so it's like, holy <laughs> shit. I don't know. It's Stay weird shit, bubble. yeah. Stay on my bubble, lady. <laughs> yeah, it gets, it gets crazy sometimes. Especially, like, because Division in Spokane is, like, one of the busiest streets in Spokane. So you get all types of people. 
You guys probably you know. make a lot of money in a day too, man. Yeah, it's getting there. Like we're the new guys on the block, so like there's plenty of stores in Spokane downtown, all up and down division. Being the new guys, everybody has their own little customer base and everybody has their own go to spot, like so we're trying to fight our way. Before Apex was in on division, they had a store in Moses Lake and Liberty Lake. Two very separate spots in Washington. So they got and, two locations, Liberty Lake yeah, and Spokane? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Liberty Lake and Moses Lake. Oh, okay. Moses Lake's about an hour or so west of Spokane. And then Otis Orchards is Liberty Lake, and that's like state line of Idaho and Washington. Ah. And so, yeah, so they had like two different stores before they came to Spokane. So it was kind of just, I don't Expanding. know what else. That's yeah, cool. that's cool, dude. Yeah, so I'm like on the, you know, someone they open. It was just like this burnt down building, and so I was like looking for like where the fuck and like some dude popped out, and then that happened to be the general manager manager who happens to be my boss. He was like, "Hey, you you looking for an interview?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> it was just a burnt down old building that they fixed up. So that's pretty cool. cool, man. That's yeah. cool. Um, so what kind of trends do you see as far as sales, man? Do people gravitate towards certain things in Spokane as far as flour, or is there certain companies that are, that are popping right now that if I ever go there, like, what should I look for on the show? Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm an indica guy, you know what I mean? So tea yeah. is cool, cool for writing and, and stuff. If I got to do work during the day, I'll smoke some tea, sativa in the morning, but yeah. I like to chill out, bro, you know, like. Right I'm now, the guy. biggest trend would be the cartridges. I that's, agree. Yeah, that's that's what's really hitting, especially for, you know, the younger people. The And then there's, like, this whole crowd of people who don't smoke, like, out in the open and stuff like that, kind of like, you know, closet smokers and stuff that like to just hide it. I don't know. So, like, the cartridge is the way to go with that. Yeah, I and, tell people, too, for, for being at work... You can go yeah. out to your car and come back in, not reading, because <laughs> yeah. you didn't set anything on fire. You know what I mean? You just push yeah, it and and be so, relieved, calm down. And, uh, yeah. So when I just, like jumped into button and like I had to educate myself on like what cartridges were and like what the fuck distill it CO two and like all the other little fucking little elements that come with their consistencies of fucking all that shit. Like damn. I didn't know shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. holy fuck. It goes deep, Rich. It goes deep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was, that's what I mean by like the excitement of like never knowing what the fuck this dude's going to ask me. You know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. It's kind of like Jeopardy and shit. It's like, how, 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 <laughs> yeah, how good is my weird knowledge? And yeah. of, of at least what's on my shelf. Like, that's one thing I would always try to do is if I didn't get a sample of something. Yeah, when I, got, when I got paid, I tried to get at least a gram of each flower that you know. Yeah, yeah, that's why they like you know they give us that discount, I guess, so we could like try their stuff and then they, I don't know. So it's like a circulation of money that they're getting and we're getting. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I I didn't mind, man. Like, and mm-hmm. I was when I was at Kings of Canna, I think me and two other guys were the only guys that had our card. 
and so everything <laughs> everything switched to rec so everybody had mad tech so it was like you could use any of our three names if you worked there and get the tax off and get the 20 percent discount yeah on, on yeah. the computer it said i <laughs> get tons of weed like man i didn't yeah that's why the taxes included <laughs> man that that would drive people nuts if it if the menu said that's what got me mad one day when i figured out like i was only like all this shit i was growing i'm only fucking selling it for all they're selling it for you know 15 cents a gram kind of shit i was like man you know how hard that shit is to grow i was fucking <laughs> it's kind yeah. of pissed off yeah so i was like man that that would drive people nuts to know that like those joints only realistically only cost like a dollar or two and then they're giving the state a hell of tax and then be like what it only said it was five dollars why am i paying you 15 you know what i mean yeah. like well it's a state tax so that's why like the, the prices always get included with the tax and it's like people don't really want to know that people you, people you don't really want people to know that so i was like that's like the that's where i get uncomfortable sometimes like man the state's winning on this shit, but still, I don't know. So it's they, still cool, so yeah. your guys's price on the menu includes tax. Yeah, in Washington, it just includes the tax. That's good. Like, yeah, because because they tried to when everything first went wreck in Oregon, they tried to require stores to say that no, the tax is separate, and when people ask that question, that's what you say, and it's like. You guys can't tell us how to fucking run our business. You know what I mean? So, because yeah. from a buyer's point of view, you would rather see the price on the board mm-hmm. and pay that, not yeah, pay yeah. that plus. It's like, man, because yeah, Oregon, Oregon was a tax-free state anyway, as far as sales tax. You know, if you yeah. went out there to get school clothes or something, everybody did that once or twice. You went to Portland because you didn't have to pay tax. You know yeah. What I mean? So it's like, yeah. If you spend a hundred or two hundred bucks on school clothes, shit, that's like forty bucks. You know what I mean? Fifty mm-hmm. bucks that you're saving. So it was worth it. So with the weed stuff, shops just didn't adhere to that. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. why aren't you doing this? And it's like, cause man, like that hurts sales. Like people will pay the price as long as the tax is included, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like you don't want to be lied to. It's like how much is an eighth for real? And yeah. <laughs> One of my it says it on the receipt though. That's that's the crazy thing. Is like, yeah. yeah, and you get yeah. to see how how large of a percentage it is. It's yeah, like, I think um, it's forty percent, something like that. Yeah, dude. In Washington, yeah. yeah. Damn, forty percent. Mm-hmm. It's fucking high. It's pretty high. <laughs> Damn, fucking, dude. Yeah, it's wild. Well, like, is it super it's... flooded in Washington too? Like, is there overproduction? Is there? A I think. The, uh, even the tobacco that's like cigarettes are hella expensive in Washington. Like I don't even really smoke cigs no more. Beneficial to me in a way. And then uh um liquor too. Liquor sales tax is like pretty high in Washington. Yeah, I remember uh, yeah. when I worked in Seattle. And it's just like that in the cannabis. So Yeah, back backwards was like thirteen bucks. Seattle, I'm like, holy shit, that's a fucking $10. <laughs> really? Like $10 a pack of sweet. Like, just what I like about the weed functions, Rich, is there's all different kinds of people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like at a rap show, you might see, like, three different kinds of people. You know what I mean? 
but it's like at a weed function, you'll see every different kind of people. <laughs> you know, there's hell of people. It's and, and it's, yeah, and I uh, I don't know, dude. I just want more social settings where it's cool to smoke because it seemed like um whenever there would be like they had dope magazine through this thing called the bud tenders ball mm-hmm. and it was in like 2015 and you had to work at a store and all you had to do is rsvp on the website and yeah they had a tent you had to have your medical card to go in the tent and there was dabs no combustion but dabs that was vape you know what i mean in the mm. tent and then they had beer too but it was a totally separate tent so you couldn't be in one or the other like you couldn't grab a beer and then go to the dab tent and chill it's like you had to leave your alcohol at the other tent where it was being served so it just it's like man this is like we want to like i want to have a cup in my hand and a blunt in my mouth <laughs> And mob yeah. through the function with the music playing because they had live music and all that stuff. It was super yeah. cool, but I just didn't like how it wasn't accepted that they could both be in the same place at the same time, you know. And everybody yeah. would still, everybody would still act right, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. Like that's one thing that I would like to see change. Um, yeah. Because and and the other thing too is like a a bar type setting you know what i mean because they have this place called the uh because every every retail space says you can't consume on premises right like yeah pretty much for every state but they have this place called the uh i think it's called like the northwest cannabis club in portland it's on like 11th and powell and you can you can go there and dab they have a smoking place out back um it's a super cool place to chill, but you can't buy weed there. You know what I mean? Huh. Yeah. It would, it would be cool if you could buy weed there and smoke weed there. Yeah, I think that's what Apex is doing is that, like, the building's so big that in the back they're going to, like, build, it's called the Apex Plaza. And then they're going to build, like, a, like, there's this whole empty space in the other side of the store. And they're still working on it, and it's gonna be like a. And they're building an event center so that like people could have their private parties and stuff like that, because there's whole separate. There's like totally separate doors and entrances on the other side of the building, and so that's where they they'll be able to like function like that and like uh, pretty much smoke and shit like that. It's pretty cool. That's cool. So are they? Yeah. The like is that gonna be allowed in the future? You think in Washington then? I think so because uh, cause right now, like, you know, the other stores, they have their own little private little areas where they throw their little parties and stuff like that. And that's where everybody goes. And it's always the same two places. Uh, right? And then, like, so, like, say, like, you know, Satori and Cinder, like, they have their own little locations where they don't, like, like their Instagram and stuff where you see their butt tenders always smoking and shit like that. Like, I don't know. It's like their little place where they go. So. Like and then for Apex, I think that's just what's gonna be our spot. I don't know. Kind of, it's interesting. That's, that's tight, man. It's yeah. you get to see the planning on that too, and the yeah, the, the foresight that goes into it. Because for real, like uh, the rules change all the time, and so it's like yeah, long term strategy is still good, you know. Yeah. Um. 
do you plan my next cookie cutter question i guess is do you plan on staying in the industry i would like to yeah it's like if i could find some way to maybe advance or like get the kind of experience or whatever i don't know it would be dope to like see more of a I don't know. I guess it'd be dope to like learn more to be able to maybe own a retail store in the cannabis industry or like learn the ins and outs between the LCB and then the rule setting and stuff like that. Like, or, or even just, just, just like go straight to the fucking farms you like to go buy their weed. It'd be dope to like set an order like that. It'd be dope. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, dude, for real. Yeah. Because, you know, like, I guess, like, for some farms, if you're a medical patient, you could go, uh, they'll sell you clones if you're a medical patient. Oh, damn, for real? Yeah. Is, is there places, is there clinics and doctors that still do that in Spokane? I'm not sure, but uh, as far as I know, is that, like, certain farms do sell the medical patients. Which is, yeah. You know, I don't know exactly which ones in particular, but, because well, after it turned wreck in Washington, I yeah. remember like a few months after they implemented it, they required uh, if you were a doctor giving medical marijuana recommendations, then they changed the rule to where if you gave yeah. more than 30 of them in a month, then you had to report it to the state. And all hmm. of those doctors were just like, there's no reason for me to do that. So I'm not going to do that. And so a bunch of them quit, you know what I mean? Like a bunch yeah. of closed. But I know there's still a few out there because, I mean, you can still be a medical patient in Washington. It's just harder to find a doctor who would do it. So uh -huh. I don't, um, like I stopped, I think 2014 was the last year I had my medical card. Huh. It expired in 2015 because I, I'll be up and down the river, bro, all of the, you know, Washington and Oregon side. So I, I just had to be okay if I got pulled over, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I, just yeah. had, I had peace of mind because it's like everybody gets in trouble when they're younger. But fuck, dude, like I, as soon as I moved to Oregon, I was like, I can get my card. I'm never going to get in trouble. You know, because yeah. it's like that's the only thing that was a constant in my life. So it's like, man, <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's it's cool to skate away. Um, just show your card and skate away, man. It was always the move in Oregon. Like, I couldn't believe that whoever was with me, I would turn to them and look and just say, "That's never happened in my life until I lived here." <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Anywhere else, I'm getting. Pulled out the car, shake down everything, oh, yeah. shake down everyone, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It was just cool to live in a place that wasn't like that. I hope that uh, someday, like, Idaho and, and our res can be like that, too. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Because it, it just, it does. It makes the whole world better. Like, just yeah. less fear, less paranoia. Like, everything's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. So, and they make uh, cartridges now, so it's not so, it's not so loud. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, um, what are some of your uh goals and plans for the future as far as the industry goes? Oh man, like really, it's just I don't know. Like, I guess I kind of got um, not too sure. Don't really know. 
kind of just going through the motions, I guess you could say. That's for sure. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. It's the wrong So, so uh, what are some, like, some concepts or ideas that you would like to promote in the future? Like, I know you said carts are the trend right now, but are you really into that? Would you like to steer people towards something else that you feel something is more healthy or more cost effective or like, what, what do you want to promote? Like besides carts? Yeah. Repeat it. Cause it was like, like lagging out. It was weird. Okay. So, uh, what are some ideas or concepts that you would like to promote for the future? I know you said that, uh, carts are the trend right now. Yeah. Is there something else that you would like to promote to people that you think is a safer or more cost-effective alternative? Like, what are what do you want to pump up? Oh uh, shoot, uh, I don't know. Like, everything's kind of set in stone as far as like, you know, like regulations and shit like that. As far as like everything, like what you could buy, what you can get, how much you can get. Um, it would just be, I don't really know, man. Like, as far as, like, um, shoot, that's a tough question. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, okay. So, okay. So yeah. what about when, when you're behind the counter, say that I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm walking through the door and you don't know me, I'm just yeah. some, some dude. And I'm like, hey, dude, uh, what's the, what do you like? What are you trying to, what do you smoke? What do you grab? Oh, yeah. See, like, Cause for people... me, I feel like the, like, if you really want, like, good quality stuff, it's kind of like when you go into your weed guy, you know you're going to get some good stuff, right? Because you go to your guy. He's your guy. So, um, to try to be that guy, is like kind of hard because you got to know what they want like most people have a preference of like a $20 limit on an eighth and $15 or $10 like that that cost that uh what do you call that demand is like set people don't want to pay any more than that so like it's cool to like run into somebody to be like oh fuck that's $40 an eighth like hell yeah you know if you if you're down to pay $40 an eighth like like yeah. to me, that's like still the average price for some good weed. Like, like I don't know. Yeah, I and agree. that's where I, I agree with people sometimes. Is like, man, if you really want good stuff, you know, you're gonna pay more than twenty five, twenty dollars. You know. Yeah. And I don't know. That's hand, just hand, like... hand trimmed, jar <laughs> Yeah. Burped every couple of days. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, like the other day, right? This other guy was like, "I want some pesticide free." And then, like, I was showing them all the pesticide-free stuff or whatever. And then <laughs> he buys a farm called, like, Green Rush. And, like, on that label, it says the pesticides that they used, which was funny. It was like, all right, this dude. Well, it was, like, you know, $45 eighth or something like that. It's still good weed. But it said it had the pesticides. <laughs> but that's what he wanted was pesticide-free weed, which was weird. I don't know. So it's just it's just a crazy thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys have any like? Is it the mostly outdoor farms that got the cheap eights? Is that that what folks are mostly shopping with, or what? Pretty much, yeah. It just it just looks like 
you know, like kind of rushed. You, you can tell because it dries out quickly. It's not too well cured and burped and whatnot. Like, so, I don't know. Most people don't really care for that. As long as it says, as long as it says it's over 25 to 30%, like, it's cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, even if it smells yeah. like outside, like, who cares? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So you think people are shopping off the THC numbers too? Like, do you guys? Yeah, have that any, happens a lot. Do you yeah. have any? Uh, like, is there a terpene profile analysis that's available? Do people ever put that on their label? Yeah, yeah. There's a farm called Sweetwater Farms that I like. That they really, uh, they're pretty, uh, pretty efficient on their terpene labeling and stuff like that, though even throw like activities out there like what activities this weed is for <laughs> it's kind of cool dude that's hell then, yeah they're pretty good i like those they're like 42 dollars they have a really good primus and uh candyland i like their shit it's pretty good no doubt primus is a strain yeah dude i was just talking so, about that band earlier today watching a movie with this show, bro <laughs> like man <laughs> what's what's the cross on that do you know what the parents are on uh that? no I'm not, i don't know man but it's a good indica nice yeah i'm gonna look for that next time i'm up there bro i'm gonna have to stop by your store yeah got it yeah right on so, division uh, <laughs> apex on division and what uh cento it's right across the street from the zips oh tight dude fuck yeah. grab some weed grab a fucking man dude that, <laughs> What was that? Uh, it was a something Joe at, at Zips. What's it called? Fuck. Papa Joe. Yeah. Papa Joe. <laughs> Dude, it had like the ham on there and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. That shit was fire. Um. Okay, so we got a question from someone in production here, homie Jess. Um, what's the most someone has asked to buy at one time? Like, what's the limit on that? Uh, the most you can get in Washington is an ounce of uh, of cannabis and then grams of oil and then uh, I think it's 72 ounces of beverage of uh, drink and then you can get up to 16 ounces of drink, which is like candy and like right so, yeah and then as far as like people come in They'll buy ounces. They have to like leave the premises, and then you know come back in or whatever. Some do that, or like they come with a group of four, group of five, and they all have the same amount of money, and they all buy the same exact weed. Like all right, you know, an ounce per customer, I guess. You know, and it's just you know usually when they're doing that, they're usually just buying. the crazy weed I was just referring to, you know what I mean? Like, so, I don't know. T- to me, I really don't care. No doubt. But, yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, can I get you to plug your social media, um, IG, Facebook, uh, music, cannabis, whatever, and then if you want to plug your yeah. company that you're working for too, man, like, We'll try and post that on our uh, on our IG when we share the screenshot or whatever. Yeah. Oh shit. Um. Yeah. Fuck. I don't even remember what it is. I think. Oh wait. 
that's on IG. It'd be a, a Spook 208. Um, really not Idaho no more, but still 208. I don't know. Rip it. Rip it. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Been in Portland. Yeah, for sure. I got my, got my name in Portland as far as we, yeah. but. Yeah, you know, I'm still Rez boy. I'm Nimi Poo, man. That's right. Yeah. Well. yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Spook 208 and then like YouTube and stuff and be indigenous. Still trying to make music and stuff every now and again. Uh, no doubt. Actually, no I'm doubt. out here going to school uh, for idle engineering, actually. That's tight. We'll have you to know, work on learn. some, bro. Work for on sure. Some. Yeah. Yeah. If I can kind of. Upgraded from the home studio to just actually going into like real studio shit. It's kind of fun. Nice little transition there. No doubt. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Well, a lot of talent out here in the industry too. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Put in work, bro. For real, I'm trying sure. to hear new stuff all the time. Um, yeah, but we yeah. have uh, we have our next guest um, waiting on the video call. I think to add so. Um, that, that concludes our interview, lover, Rich Axtell. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming right. on the show, bro. We really yeah, appreciate yeah, you taking the time. Um, yeah. you, I know you're a busy dude. You got school and work and, and a baby, yeah. man. So handle yeah, all that. that's why I came out on the car. Cause I know they're all loud and shit. Yeah. <laughs> kids are loud. We were just saying <laughs> that on the pre-funk earlier, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we, Thanks for coming on the show, bro. As soon as we get the links All for right. the the YouTube and the Spotify, we'll send them to you, okay? For sure. All right, man. Have a good rest of your night. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Peace out. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Lover Rich Axtell. We're just trying to get Lorraine Miller here on the video chat. So My yeah, upper. that's cool. Like like your video your video is fine on Discord and then we have your audio on Grasshopper, so that's dope. Sweet. Okay, so can let me get my cookie cutter questions here. Can you please state your name, uh your company and city and state? Uh my name is Lorraine Meller. I am from Pendleton, Oregon, and I work at Kindleaf uh Pendleton. Nice, nice. So uh, you guys are a recreational store, yes? Yes, sir, we are. And how long have you been working there? I was actually their first employee, so I am going on my three years. Nice. Dude, that's tight, yeah. man. Such loyalty, such loyalty. So, Well, I uh, started out as a receptionist, so and now I'm their PM manager, so... Dope, dope. What is uh PM like uh, evening time, nighttime? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. That's dope. Okay, so uh, do you have any previous cannabis experience before you got into this this job? I I kind of feel like that's a trick question, just because I used to sell out of a garage. <laughs> um. Ah, word. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's that's my previous. <laughs> No doubt. Statute is passed, girl. The statute is passed. Like, we're, we're all good. Yes. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, almost everybody in the game had some some sort of action going on before it was considered legal or gray area. You know what I mean? So. That's oh, funny. yeah. Everybody had to do that side hustle, get that extra money. No doubt. No doubt. 
So are you comfortable talking about uh, wage or benefits in your current position? I remember going wreck, you had to have everybody on payroll and stuff. So I'm sure they, they do that. Um, well, I can't uh, really, um, I can't really talk on my uh, income, but I can let you know that uh, starting butt tenders start out at 1375 through Kindleaf. Um, and we actually do have health benefits and vision benefits. That's awesome. So if, if yeah, they're a great company kid, to work for on that part. That's dope. So if your kid needs a pair of glasses, they can hook you up on the the copay and all that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, the, it's a great company, and our insurance is actually really affordable, and it's a really good company to get insurance through. Also, um, so yeah, I have no complaints on that. They have a living wage draw or living wage pay, so that's nice. Also, um, it's the health insurance is just an extra bonus. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so, like, what's the employee discount like? Um, employee discount, it's pretty decent discount. Um, it's not, like, overly, you know, grand or anything, but they don't, you know, they don't do us, or that's a bad way to say it. Um, they, um, not give us a good discount. I can't really say what our discount is as um, employees. But it's a pretty decent discount. That's cool. Yeah, I, I just felt like uh, it depended on where I work. Some places it was like, damn, I'm going to grab an ounce. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get 30% off, yeah. I'm grabbing an ounce, you know? So, and yeah, then definitely. After a while, um, our discount's like, okay. actually quite great. That's cool. Um. So... Can you describe like what your job is like? Like what's what's like an average day? Um, my average day. Um, they're chaotic. They're um actually kind of crazy, but that's what makes the fun of being a nighttime manager. Um, I usually get in. I get to start off with my crew. You know, get a little run through of the day, and then we just hit the floor running. Um, we actually are a huge establishment. So there's not a lot of downtime for us. Okay, cool. So, okay. So the last question is, what was your job like? You answered that uh, thoroughly and completely, correct? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. So uh, what sort of trends do you see? Like, are you still in like a sales type position? Do you get to talk to people who walk through the door mostly still? Um, I actually see both sides. I get to do a lot of back work, but ultimately I love staying as a butt tender. So I try to hit the floor as much as I can just because I really actually enjoy doing that in my job. It, I like interacting with the people and I honestly just love meeting new people that come through the door. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so like what are some of the trends that you see? As far as um, oh. sales, like, do people still shop off the numbers in your store? Like, they're looking for the high THC percentage, or like, what's oh, what's most what's definitely. Better? Um, I think you're always gonna have those kind of shoppers that are gonna think that you know a number is all it is. Um, what I try to let people know is that you know it's THC is just a number. Like, they go out and they test. And they come back, and they can be all different sorts of numbers, but ultimately you want to look at your overall cannabinoids. You want to look at more of, 
you know, if your nose is liking it, that's letting you know something. So I'm really trying to push that on people to let them know that, you know, a number is just a number. But ultimately, you're always going to have those people that come in and think that they need the highest, and that's that's it. I agree. I agree. So um, what about are, are the pens popular out there in Pendleton? Oh, yeah. Vape pens, um, those are one of our top sellers. Um, concentrates, those are always good. Uh, we're looking more like live resins and diamonds these days. Caviars are, you know, a big thing. Turp sauces. Um, right now, I think really our trend more is going towards more cannabinoids and live resins and diamonds. That's tight, man. What about, um, do you guys have any guys who do like solventless, like bubble hash or anything like that? Um, there is a few in Oregon. Um, right now we actually don't carry any bubble hash. So, um, we haven't, I don't think we've just had a vendor come through with some good bubble hash. Dang. What is there like rosin at least? Is there guys doing that? Is there any of that on your show? Oh, yeah. Uh, White Label is actually killing the game right now with their uh, terp sauces, their live resins, their shatter. Um, they're consistent every time over and over. Uh, just like that Society, same thing. They're coming in hot with their diamonds. Um, so, I mean, you got your cured resins or resins coming through now, too. So, um, with us being out in Eastern Oregon, you know, a lot of people aren't really familiar with the varieties and all the different curing processes and, you know, what's out there. So it's really nice to actually bring that to the table to Pendleton. Yeah, you're in a privileged position, you know? <laughs> Very you. much a so. Lot of good stuff. And then, uh, like, that's something that I wanted people to understand, too, is a big part of your job is educating the public as a salesperson, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Most definitely. Um, Kindly actually bases off of knowledge. Um, We have some really great owners that like to come out and give us, you know, their knowledge. Uh, We also meet up with a lot of our vendors and we have vendor days and they come in and they spit their knowledge at us. So, I mean, we're constantly learning and the industry is constantly developing. So, I mean, every day you're going to learn something new here. Yeah, man, that's what I always like to being in retail is you get to see and meet all the different vendors um and some you're like a really big fan of like dude this is tight like did you guys breed this like i've never seen this anywhere else like um there was this company in portland called proof cultivar p-r-u-f and yes i used to love their white super skunk from them yeah, they had this strain called Smarties, and it was Blue City mm-hmm. Diesel crossed with Forum Cut Girl Scout cookies. And, dude, it was just so super sick. Like, I'm not a sativa guy, but when I would smoke that, it was so clean and so clear and so focused. Like, I could write songs or, like, sell weed behind the counter or trim weed or roll <laughs> joints and just be super zoned in and focused and like i don't know if they didn't have it stabilized or something but like a few of the later batches had seeds in it and so i would just like man like work it out guys like this is fire like you gotta keep coming and i haven't seen it on their ig since then so 
I, I hope that they're still working on that because that was like I was a big fan of those guys' work and I haven't seen too much from them lately. Do you guys um does ten four ever come out there to Pendleton? Um no, I actually haven't seen ten four. Um they're super dope. They have a, a platinum Girl Scout cookies. That's like their bread and butter. That's my favorite shit from them. They're the bomb. But uh I think pretty much everybody on the west side is trying to find new stores to get into. Do you guys have any vendors who are local there on the east side of the state that you guys uh have on your shelf? Um actually no, we don't have any um close to home yet and I'm really hoping that eventually we do because that would ultimately be awesome to be able to support locally. Um but right now everything's coming out of PDX for us um down in the valley area. Nice, nice. So, uh, what are some of the farms that you like or strains that you like that are on the shelf? Ooh, um, so ultimately Golden Goat is my favorite one from Buku Farm. Uh, the Romulan in it just kills it. Um, I love Golden Goat. Just a euphoric, upbeat, happy high, and ultimately just the body high behind it. It makes it nice. Um, but Geeks Farm, as flower and in concentrate, they linked up with White Label and the doctor in, oh, man, if you want a good put you down, the doctor from uh, Geeks Farm and White Label combined is fire. And that's that's their Doctor Who phenotype? Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Geeks yeah, Farm um, is tight. Yeah, Geek Farms is killing it right now, too. Uh, they're actually top five in organics for Oregon. So, I mean, anything they're coming off with is hot. Uh, there's so many great farms that it's hard to just choose one. But ultimately, um, White Label, I stick with them for my concentrate. And Flower, I go uh, Geek Farm, Fox Hollow, uh, Willamette Valley also is killing it. So, I mean, I got my few favorites. Um, I'm never shy of trying something new. No doubt. Yeah, I like uh, trying new stuff, too. Like, if I'm in a new retail spot, I always try to ask the guy, what's hot, bro? Like, what's what's the, this is what I like, but what, what do you sell a lot of, or what are you to right now? Um, so, I guess another one of my cookie-cutter questions is, do you plan on staying in the industry? Like, um, well, ultimately, my goal is to retire as the door greeter of Pineleaf. Um, that's actually been my joke here lately. Um, so I don't plan on seeing myself leaving Pineleaf. I plan on retiring with this amazing company. So I plan on carrying on, carrying on with them. That's tight. That's tight. And so, like, you guys were, like, one of the first in Eastern Oregon, too, right? Like, I remember... Yeah, like, we were... They, we were actually the first one to pop up, and then I believe uh, Pendleton Cannabis was the second one. So we have three now in Umatilla County. That's dope. Are you guys, like, the most cracking one since you guys were the first? Um, it's far. I, I don't want to toot my own horn, um, but from <laughs> what I hear, yes, we are the top-ranking uh, cannabis 
uh, retail here in Pendleton, and we're um, also one of the biggest here in Oregon. That's dope. Um, I remember hearing a story about, like, there's one out there in, like, Ontario or something, and I guess that that spot is cracking because everybody comes over from Boise. Oh, yeah, you're talking Huntington. Um, From what I heard, um, Huntington actually just opened up a second one in their uh, town. So, I mean, I get a lot of feedback on them, and I hear that they're doing great down there, too. I have actually never been to the Huntington one. Yeah, uh, I've never been either, but it seems like uh, the dispensaries that are in Clarkston, Washington, like a lot of their business probably comes from across the river in Idaho, so... Um, oh yeah um i heard that they have a huge revenue over there for them too so i mean that's cool that's keeping their little town afloat and i mean helping out with streets and schools yeah no doubt the the tax base is huge on cannabis like that's why it just shocked me to see uh all those counties in eastern oregon exercise their right to a moratorium and say we're not allowing that here and it's like man why not (laughs) you know so like when shops started opening in Pendleton I just I thought that was cool because it seemed like the story at the beginning was nobody in the east side of the state was allowing any sort of recreational cannabis business so it's dope they got Uh, yeah uh Brandon and Aaron actually fought really hard to get Kindleaf into Umatilla County so um, with them opening up, it actually opened up a place for people to get knowledge and people to all um, understand, you know, that we're not just sitting here selling people weed just to go out and get high. You know, we explain to them, you know, the processes, you know, we teach them, you know, like the knowledge that we learn. And so people are now opening their eyes to seeing that, oh, you know, they're not just a whole bunch of potheads just selling weed, you know, like there's, you know, more medicinal purposes behind this plant. So I feel like, you know, us giving them the information is giving us a good feedback and, you know, helping people understand it more to be more open to it. No doubt. Lots of, uh, as soon as it went wreck, like so many aunties and grandmas would come through the store and it's just, that was the only stigma placed on it was that it was illegal. So once it became legal, like old ladies I used to work with, like, I, man, it was a trip. Like, man, I can't believe you're in here, girl. Like, I I didn't peg you as a stoner, but I guess now it's true. Can you come out of the closet? What are you into? What do you like, you know? Try to get in here. Try to be a, be a cool cat, not an asshole. Um, I guess uh, my next cookie cutter question, Lorraine, is what was your best day at work? Oh man. Okay, so that one that one is a hard one. Just because I have so many great days here at work. Um but ultimately, I'm going to have to say the first day that we opened Kindleaf. It was it was a bit of a shit show that day cuz you know, we didn't know what to expect. Um but ultimately, it was the best experience I've ever had and it's still one of my favorite days just because one of my customers told me I should have been fired on the first day and now Dang. she's one of my uh regulars. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. So, uh, like, 
do like do you guys allow consumption on premises like do you have to have your card like do you have your medical card no i don't have my medical card um but if you are a medical card holder uh you can consume for your medical purposes but you know recreational use no we uh, that's not allowed on the premises and you're actually not to be consuming and then come into work either so um it's a downfall, but I mean, I get needing to have a clear head when, you know, you're doing your business. Yeah, I agree. Some of my coworkers at different places, uh, they would do dabs, like, on their break. And they'd be like, man, John, you trying to get in on this? I'm like, nah, man. Like, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to go smoke half my blunt on my break. I'm going to go walk around the block or sit in my car because I, I could still function. But it's like if I do dabs, I don't want to do any kind of work. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to roll joints. Like, but it's like if I'm if I'm nicely toasted, I can put some numbers on the board. You know, like I can zone in and make sure I get people in and out the door and get them something they want. You know? Yeah, level level yourself out there. Yeah, because at, at times, like depending on the place, sometimes we would have a monitor behind the counter so we could see how many people were in the waiting room because they would only let um, one patient back for each person who was behind the counter. And so it was like if someone was taking 30 minutes, it would just like, dude, if you can't decide between these three, buy a gram of all three, you know? And, and try them all on different nights because it's like we got a lot of people out there waiting and you want to be courteous, you know, but it's like, dude, other people want to buy weed too. So um, the only place that I saw that was different than that, there was this place called uh, uh, Nectar out there in Oregon and they're a chain. They have multiple locations, but I remember driving by their Gresham location and dude, the line inside was so thick. It was like 30 people. And it was like, man, I I don't want to wait this long. But there was mad aunties and grandmas that were didn't have a problem, you know, and they were about to spend all that loot. So I had to uh, give them big ups. Uh, yeah, well, Kind Leaf has a pretty cool system. Um, I mean, we have a lobby that you walk into, and that's where, we, you know, ultimately we check your IDs, and then you get buzzed into the back. Um, we usually run five to seven butt tenders, so, I mean, we keep the flow going pretty well. Um, we keep it pretty orderly when it gets too busy. You know, we have numbers, but you definitely get those customers that do take up to, I mean, we've had some that take up to an hour, and that's just, you know, your older generation, you know, because everything is so new to them. They're, it's not just, you know, their Maui Wowie that they're getting, you know, or their Colombian gold that they smoked 30 years ago, you know. So they want some information on, you know, what our new strains are, uh, what our concentrates. So um, we have bud tenders that, you know, ultimately that take that extra time, and then you have your other bud tenders that, you know, just push the people around them. So they, we have a pretty good system going down here. So the wait's not too long. But we also have a lot of literature in the front for people to read. So while they're waiting, you know, it's comfortable. We got some couches, you know, some good company with our receptionist. No doubt. Like, I think that uh, reading material is also important because then people can ask questions about what was on the coffee table out there. I'm like, dude, um, a lot of people, too, like, 
just the sativa indica terms like it was so foreign to to many people and i like leafly was really good at labeling stuff as either orange or purple or green you know like it's either sativa indica or hybrid but like there were certain cases too where uh something that was labeled a hybrid or an indica on leafly would actually be a sativa on the shelf and you would just like have to explain to people that um in oregon people grow from seed so sometimes there's different phenotypes so this one was a little more expressive of the sativa genetics of this parent and and not so indica so like we had this blueberry strain on the shelf at natural wonders that we called it a sativa and on leafly it was called an indica so like explaining that to folks like look if you smoke this it's not going to make you want to go to sleep you know so yeah don't don't expect that you know um so i guess we have a few more minutes left you're you're actually at work too right now aren't you lorraine i am yeah i actually took my lunch break to do this dude you are so dedicated we appreciate you for that um yeah, no, I appreciate you guys inviting me on your podcast. It's a, it's an honor to uh, throw out my knowledge there. Yeah, um, we definitely want to do a, a follow-up interview sometime in the future, too, just to see uh, how things yeah. have been going. Um, can I get you to toss out your social media, like either IG for you and or your company? Ooh, all right. So social media, you can find us at Kindly Pendleton. Um, you can find that on IG or on Facebook. Um, and you can also find me, Lorraine Meller, on either IG or on Facebook. Dope. Okay. So yes, I, definitely check it out. Have you been to Kindly yet? I have not. I, I came out there in March. It was uh my oldest spring break so we came out there to visit my youngest in Pendleton for a week but I, I just hung out with my kids I didn't do anything uh cannabis related too much I, I tried to hit up my cousin but he was busy he has a new baby too so um the next time I come out there I'm definitely gonna hit you guys up yeah definitely come check us yeah check us out uh, we carry over 164 different strains on our wall right now so i mean there's going to be so many varieties for you to choose from damn that's tight so do you guys have clones too we do what that's tight yes yeah we actually are known for being one of the largest dispensaries in oregon due to having over 160 different strains on our wall and over 3,000 different products in our store Dude, that's sick, man. Super cool. Yeah. Toot that horn. Uh, definitely that something horn. I'm proud of. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so is there any other uh, ideas or concepts that you want to promote for the future? Um, well, hopefully you'll see Kindleaf expanding and popping up all over and 
ultimately, I hope that right now that we are just part of a motion and we can really get this motion going and have it, you know, federally legal and let people know that this is medicine. It's not just, you know, something to get high off of. No doubt. Which even, even no though no I doubt. like to get high off of it, but. Um, <laughs> okay. No doubt. Well, uh, we appreciate you coming on the show tonight, Lorraine. That's uh, pretty much our segment right there for the time that we have allotted. I know that you probably have to get back to work. Um, yeah. Dude, like, yeah, like, thanks, man. Like, you, you really provided a lot of insight as far as your job goes and everything. So um, maybe in a couple months we can have you back on the show. And then we can uh, maybe do a practice call and work out the connection issues just to see how things go. Yeah, yeah, that definitely sounds good to me, guys. Uh, I hope to hear from you soon, and thanks again, guys, for allowing me to be on your podcast. No doubt. We uh, will send you the link uh, for YouTube and Spotify as soon as it's available. So um, we appreciate All you. All right, I hope cool, you guys. Good, hope you have a good rest of your night, Lorraine. It was good having you on the show. All right, thanks, guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Lorraine Miller from Kind Leaf in Pendleton. Next on our podcast, we have uh, Catherine Lip from Five Zero Trees. I believe that her audio is working. Can you hear us, Catherine? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you just fine, but we cannot see your video yet. Is there a... Okay. Is there a red X through your little camera logo there when you... Ah, okay, there. <laughs> ah, there she is. I'm like, yeah, no, I had a long day at work today. <laughs> no, I was that... like, I was thinking about just like not being on video, but here we are. We appreciate <laughs> you. We appreciate you. And it looks like you have a, a fast enough upload speed for quality audio and video. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, thanks, cool. man. Thanks, thanks for tuning in and thanks for being a part of the show. Having me, I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, so uh, I guess my first cookie cutter question is: Can you please state your name, um, your company that you work for, and city and state, and whether recreational or medical? Okay, um, I'm Cat Catherine Lip. And I work at Five Zero Trees in Portland, Oregon, and we are recreational and medical. So, uh, you guys have a discount for medical, like the medical doesn't play ta doesn't pay tax or something? Oh no, it's all good. You're uh, yeah. Um, my. Question... Uh, but I heard like the tail end. You said something about uh medical. Yeah, so you guys give uh, tax-free for medical? Is that how it works? Being... Yes, ta tax-free, exactly. That's dope. And you can get 100 milligrams in your edibles. Ah, so Slightly what's... more. Still really low, in my opinion, but no slightly doubt. more. So what's the, <laughs> what's, what's the limit on milligrams for, uh, for rec, for 50. edibles? Damn, that's all you can get at a time, like in a day? Yeah. Um, no, in like in each product. Damn. Um, how long have you been in your current position at Five Zero Trees? Actually, um, only four months. Nice. So, yeah. uh, so I'm still pretty fresh, I guess. 
no doubt. So you're like bud tender, sales and all that? Yeah, all that. Nice. Do uh do you guys still stuff cones by hand or you guys have a machine? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> but it's been moving more towards getting uh pre-rolls like from the actual growers themselves and like we're stuffing stuffing cones with the the shake that's left over or whatever. So, do you have any previous cannabis experience before this job? Um, no, actually. So no no production work or anything like that. Did you ever run four plants outside your house or anything? Have you done um, that? Through I the mean, summer? I do have like a grow operation in my yeah my house. Yes. <laughs> That's tight. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I mean I do have some experience, just not you know in a professional setting. Work. That's cool. Well, <laughs> to me, that counts, Catherine. So, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still relevant. Um, Appreciated. So, yeah. So, are you comfortable talking about wage or benefits at your current position? Oh yeah, of course. Um, right now it is minimum wage, and we get tips. It's like a tip share that we all split amongst everyone. So it, it equals out to about like 16 or 17 an hour. That's good. That's very good. Much improved uh, from the last time that I, I yeah, was Yeah, and um, we, what was, what was that? I said much improved from the last time I was in Oregon. Like okay, that sounds cool. like a pretty good job. Yeah, and actually my dispensary just got bought out by Groundworks, which is like one of the bigger like corporations, I think. And what else, what else do they own? Um, Sarah, uh, Electric Sarah Lettuce. Ah, yeah, Sarah. Proof, Proof Cultivar. No All way! I was just talking about them All before, and the and the, the girl I yeah. talked to before, they bought Proof Cultivar too. All of that is together. Yeah, it's like fucking huge. Excuse me. <laughs> and what are they called? Groundworks. Yeah. Um, Groundworks. Yeah. So they just bought five zero trees, which five zero trees is six different dispensaries in Oregon. So they're fairly big too, but um, they're going to be offering benefits as well. So benefits to all the employees. So hopefully this will, you know, hopefully it'll be a good thing. No doubt, man. If I ever move back to Oregon, cat, I'm going to have to holler at you for a job. I'm gonna ask you which one, sure. uh, which one to apply at. <laughs> say, man, I got game. Here's my resume, man. Just yeah, say I'm cool. Sure. Just say I'm legit. Yeah. So I definitely feel like this could move into, you know, like a more permanent thing for a lot of people if that if it goes the right way. No doubt. I feel like uh, federal legalization could really make it a lot better for people in Oregon too. Like, I think uh, most of the farms, if they could export, like, that price would jump back to 32 a pound. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It'd be like, shit, damn, 32. And it's like, man, that's what we're getting, mailing it out here to Ohio. <laughs> or God. So I, I still hope that that can happen in the next few. Um, do you get an employee discount at work? I do. It's yeah. um 25%. Damn, that's good, yo. I, yeah. I see, I see your IG feed. I'm like, damn, that batter looks <laughs> like the bomb right there, yo. Like, yeah. 
and we they're pretty good about giving us samples too so that's you know getting new stuff to try all the time it's pretty nice yeah that's one thing i noticed when i came back to visit uh natural wonders like there were just mad samples everywhere yeah there like there's there's a limit you know to like how many uh how many vendors can give out and how many like dispensaries can actually take in and give out but I think that like those lines are probably, you know, crossed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause it's like At you... probably most places I'm thinking. Well, and there's, there's still like a million pounds surplus, right. In Oregon. So it's like, yeah. all, of, all of those farms are dying to get on the shelf somewhere. It's like, how else are you going to get your product out? Um, yeah, man. And butt tenders are the ones who are going to be selling your product. So you want them on your side yeah here try this here try this (laughs) like i did uh Mm -hmm. i used to do intake at this place called human collective over there off of barber and i would talk to all the vendors and get all the free samples and most guys would hoard that shit you know what i mean and i would always put everything on the table in the break room and anybody who was working i'm like look there's free shit on the table please just take one of each kind yeah, like honor and, system, but yeah. like pick what you want. Yeah, whatever you're into, yeah. they'd be like, damn. And so when they'd come out and before they'd go home, they'd say, Hey, thanks. I'm like, That's cool. They'd be like, dude, the guy who did this job before you wasn't like that. You wasn't chill. Or it's like, yeah, sometimes you know, like if you're in that position, like people will take out everything for themselves. Yeah. You know, and, and not and, saying things to everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. So you definitely have to be like surrounded by, you know, good people for sure. For real, <laughs> dude. And and it just to me it's like I'm meeting these people and putting labels on shit and putting it in the in the stock room. So I'm not selling it at all. So right. you you guys need to try it in order to sell it effectively, I think. So Definitely. Yeah, it's yeah. uh it's cool to have uh staff that's honest and and trying to spread the love you know what i mean yeah yeah because i feel like i mean it's definitely not like that everywhere <laughs> yeah I'm it's definitely not lucky to have good honest people that i work with <laughs> yeah i i have uh nothing but good things to say about five zero trees like uh i used to go into that division location a lot and they always treated oh, cool. me good yeah they always treated me good and they always had yeah. super dope stuff on the shelf and there would always be like what bud tender he'd be like why do you want to look at the sfv and be like <laughs> man because i because i know what that is he's like well, it's only 14%. I'm like, dude, who are you talking to, bro? And then, like, the old guy with the beard. I don't, I don't remember his name. He was an old dude with the beard. He was a white guy, and he was tall. Yeah. And he was just smiling at me, and like, man, this guy knows like, what's up. Like, man, it's about the Terps, you bro. Know. Yeah. You know, you know. Yeah, we want those chem Terps, man. That THC number doesn't mean much, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I want to smoke that fire. Oh, yeah. So my next cookie cutter question, it's kind of, I guess, uh, like plain Jane, but I, I, would right. like, I would like for you to go in, you know, for at least a couple of minutes if you can. Okay. Uh, cause also because I got to run to the, the fridge and grab a beer. So 
this, this next question is, what is your job like? Like, can you tell us, you know, like, oh, give okay. us a two, mi two minute spiel about like okay. an average day at work? Okay. All right, cool. So, typical day at work. I get in, I put all the products on the floor, set up a store, everything looks good. You look over the menu, see if you sold out of anything the night before, um, you know, make sure, like, everything's in stock. Um, then, you know, people start coming in, just helping customers, um, explaining different things to them. Probably, like, what takes the most time is, like, newbies that come in and don't know anything, you know? And so, like, you're you're trying to explain to them the difference between CBD and THC. That's, like, the most typical thing every day, yeah. you know? But it's always, like, it's always kind of fun. And, like, sometimes, like, I'll change the direction of, like, my, like, I'll change my approach just depending on, like, who it is, like, and I'll have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like you know you're explaining the same thing over and over it all day. It's like you it gotta gets have monotonous. Fun with it. Yeah, <laughs> that's why me and Will wanted to do this podcast. Because every every yeah. now and then we would get someone sharp who would ask some super dope questions, and yeah. me and me and Will would just sit there and go back for like 15 minutes, and the patient would just be like, "Oh man, that was awesome," and so. Like I, that's I was just like, man, we yeah, gotta it's, do, we gotta it's do really it. refreshing, right, to like be able to talk to someone that understands. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, for sure. I I know that like everyone else I work with, we all like get super amped when like someone comes in and like knows and like knows what they want and like yeah, I can hold a conversation, all that. Like it's the little yeah. things for sure. But you know, it's always fun and like uh, rewarding to to explain it to someone new and like and help them too because mostly people are coming in to for pain or you know some like illness something that they're trying to heal so we are healers in a sense too so no doubt you know. no doubt but yeah you gotta have fun with it at the same time so i agree <laughs> it's uh it's an important job and it, it's it's a fun job too at times yeah so, uh, do you plan on staying in the industry? You know, um, I go back and forth with it all the time, but I've honestly never enjoyed a job more than I enjoy bud tending. It's, yeah, it's really nice. Um, I feel like the people that come in are like, I don't know, they're like really awesome people. Like, like you they're minded, you know, at least. And like it's really dope just meeting people from all walks of life that are like down for the herb. Yeah, man. <laughs> Good vibes, man. All around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I think I definitely I think I am gonna stay in the industry and see where it takes me. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah. So uh my next cookie cutter question is uh what was your best day at work so far? Mm. I feel like that's also a very broad question too. Yeah. You know? well, well, like for so, me, if I if I were to answer the question, I'd be like, it would be the first day we broke five thousand after after okay, going so wreck. You're you know thinking, what I mean? Like you're like, thinking oh, like, money. Yeah. yeah. Like like I like I was super hyped because 
normally okay. it's like breaking two or 2500 was a good day so like it's once we went wreck like it doubled through the weekend oh yeah dude, like, like, yeah boy like it just i was super proud you know yeah that is like yeah that's a proud uh, proud accomplishment for sure but for me i think um i mean money wise it would have been that um that snowpocalypse that portland had oh, like the, ice the snow storm. scare where the like everyone storm. was like oh we're gonna be snowed in for a week and like the grocery stores are like you know like bare and all that yeah and, like the that friday everyone came into the dispensary like bought out everything like it was like almost the sales were almost right up there with 420 it was That's crazy cool. <laughs> so that money-wise but for me like 420 i feel like it's the best day at work because it's like the holiday super busy everyone comes out like you never know what's gonna happen i don't know it's wild it's no like doubt. mardi gras or something i don't know it's crazy yeah, mad traffic and everybody's always in a good mood. Yeah, I like that high pace or fast pace um, vibes. I guess once in a while. No doubt, <laughs> no doubt. So, uh, I guess what are some concepts or ideas that you would like to promote for the future? Like, do you I like? Feel- like personally, like in the industry, because like I, I'm just more of a flower guy. I don't, I don't do so much yeah. concentrates. But as far as concentrates, I try to preach solventless, because I'm like, oh, look, okay, I, okay. I see I'm like, saying. I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know that butane is healthy to consume, even if it's supposed to be all purged out. Like it, it doesn't right. taste, it doesn't taste like it's all purged out, man. You know and yeah something, something that was made with water and heat and pressure and no solvent to me just sounds healthier right but, but I, I don't really happy consume, cabbage yeah i i just don't consume very many of those products i'm more of just a flower guy i like you know mm-hmm. i like i like hoppy beers and flower man you know like <laughs> old school for sure yeah i'm just not too (laughs) onto dabs but i i mean like what what do you like what would you like to promote like what would you like i would like to like personally i'm all about the tinctures these days like i'm super about the tinctures um there's a company in oregon called dirty arm farms and um they have a dabinol and a dropinol like a dropinol is my shit like i love it yeah, the CBD, a drop and all. Yeah, I'm about that. And I'm about promoting um, tincture, things like that. Um, just yeah. like a healthier way to ingest it. Even like I can tell myself smoking so many years and smoking cigarettes too. It definitely like affects you. And I'm yeah. about to like non-smoking these days for sure. I agree. Yeah. Dirty arm, dirty arm grows in living soil too. So right. nice. like it's super organic, real terpy, terpy flowers and oil. Dirty arm, he grows in living soil. So it's like super, super organic, like his starting oh. product. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you follow them on social media. But he, they troll a lot of Yeah, he be, he be roasting fools. I'm like, damn, get him, fool. I actually was just reading the last post right before I logged on to this. 
podcast. I was laughing to myself. <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't care. And it, it just, I dig that. Like honesty is the best policy. So I appreciate anybody who can tell the truth and do it objectively, regardless of who thinks you're an asshole on social media. Because it's, uh, it's principled leadership, you know? Exposing, yeah, the practices. There's there's so many things that I knew nothing about before I started bud tending, like, you know, that goes into making, like, distillates, like, all the vape cartridge companies and stuff. It's, like, it's pretty crazy, like, the stuff that they're selling people and, like, what they're marketing it as. Yeah, it's man. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, most carts is failed crops. And yeah. ugly slabs that got turned into distillate and got terpenes reintroduced. Re-added, right? exactly. It just it's crazy. And most of the time not even like cannabis derived <laughs> yeah. terpenes. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, but like that... no one knows. I mean, I think if they knew they wouldn't buy those products, but that's why we have to educate people for sure. Yeah. Like Ed Carts are super hot right now. Like, I remember going to a farmer's market down here, and it was in Arizona, a farmer's market, and that's all anybody wanted. You know what I mean? They're like, you don't got cards? We ain't trying to holler at you. I was like, damn. All right. But I, a lot of people are shopping for that for convenience. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. real easy to use, but... I don't know. I'm I'm not the hugest fan. I just yeah. keep keep one in the car in case there's a wreck on the freeway or something, you know. <laughs> there's only one company that I like actually support. That's uh, Echo Electuary. Yeah. Yeah, that's Boy, it. Yeah. <laughs> they make carts now? Oh, uh, Echo Electuary. Yeah, they like partner with like a lot of different growers. Like I'm smoking on um Kemface OG right now. Damn. Damn, that sounds They partner with, like, East Fork. Um, I forget who does this. But, like, a lot of different. And, like, 10-4 Farms. Yeah, 10-4 is one of my favorites, man. They're, like, top five for me. I love their shit. Like, their work is impeccable. Catching... I think the important parts of what you're saying. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, yeah, like I, I like Ten Four a lot. Like I'm a huge fan of their work. Yeah. I would like to get yeah. them on the show. I would also like to get Regis on the show from Echo if I can sometime Ooh. in the future. Yeah, I'm gonna have to tune in for that. Yeah, because he's when I'm out of state. Sometimes I'll have a gram or two of his shit in my backpack, and I just try to give it to people because I don't really do dabs like that. And when yeah. when I give it to people, I tell them this is the best guy in our state, in Oregon. Like this guy is the truth. Like he Yeah. You know, he does really he he wins awards and it's just real, real honest. Yeah. He he tries his best to make some really good stuff and it, it shows. Yeah, you can tell, like, the quality behind it, for sure. No doubt. So, uh, are you, you, you like the tinctures a lot? Are you still into flour at all? Oh, oh, yeah, like, I, I smoke so much flour. 
I'm not like I'm like you though. I'm not like a big dabber. Like I'll dab with other people. I have a rig, but I don't like use it on my own. Yeah. <laughs> if people come over, if homies come it's over like that do dabs, I'm like sort of. Yeah. yeah. Like someone else wants to dab. Like yeah, I'm down. But uh, I like smoking joints. I've been on to those uh, King Palms lately too with the hemp leaves. Yeah. Yeah, like those are dope too. If you're like smoking with a few people. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I'm yeah. still. I'm just backwards, you know. Backwards, like, hell yeah. yeah. And then. Hell yeah. If if I'm not gonna smoke the whole thing, I'll just load a bowl with a little bit of tobacco in there, like my little spliffy bowls, because. I'm just like a maintenance smoker. So I would smoke some before I go to work. Smoke some. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like if I do dabs, I'll be blasted, not wanting to do any work, you know? I mean, if you get the right dabs, you just got to get some sativa dabs, you know? No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> like Maybe some Pineapple Express. Yeah, Dirty Arm had that one. It was like a lemon skunk live resin Ooh, that would be nice and it, it was like the little yellow plastic box Ooh. like his his packaging was so on point too and he had a syrup that was awesome like i just oh, I, yeah. like that, I like that guy's work man he does some nice shit yeah he does for sure yeah it's like super potent too that's what i'm about yeah man and it's cause, <laughs> it's because he grows in living soil it's it's organically yeah. grown you know like that's why it smells and tastes live, so good live and so resin. Cool. yeah yeah and and that's i like his presence on ig too because he really does talk that shit you know yeah and i mean like his i feel like his attitude the way he like he moves is like goes with dirty arm farms too like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like it makes sense. And, <laughs> I and support I support him. Yeah. I like his products, so <laughs> and their logo too. And I push a... his products a lot, like a lot too. Dropping them. It's like pretty affordable too compared to a lot of other tinctures for what you and get too. His logo too is like a uh it's like a microscope. You know, like that dirty arm, and then it has the sun, but then there's like those rainbow bars that go up and down the sides, and that's the light spectrum from growing outdoors. Like it's all abstract and in the logo. Ah, and I'm like, dude, I'm I like, that's it. Like, I was, yeah, I was wondering what that was. <laughs> so, so it's like the microscope is, this is organic microbial health in the rhizosphere, and then the sun okay. is like grown under the sun in a greenhouse and then the the bars are just like the the light spectrum it's like you can't you can try and duplicate the light spectrum indoors with plasma lights but it's not the same as the sun man like the sun is where it's at and i feel like that's that's why it's yeah. are so dope um I'm pretty sure that's that's all I have, Catherine, for cookie cutter questions. Is there anything that you want to add cookie personally? Cookie cutter questions. Yeah, you know, it's um, like it's it's the same. All the cookies look the same. This is a snowman. This one's a candy cane. Um, <laughs> I'm curious uh, what your favorite strain of flower is right now. Me? Yeah. I like... Uh, in Arizona, it's just not the same, girl. Like, yeah. Um, so, like, do you have every, to like have people ship it to you? Like, 
Yeah, like, or send it to myself whenever I come back, you know? Yeah. And what I have a couple of homies that have Cali plugs. There was this gelato that rolled through that was nice. Oh, love gelato. It's it's bomb. It's soil grown and it's it's fire. Like almost everybody in Arizona grows hydro. And yeah. I could, t- I could tell, you know what I mean? Like just by the look and the smell and the taste. It's like, man, this ain't this ain't popping. I need I need some dirt, guys, you know, where <laughs> bugs are really bad down here so i haven't done anything indoors myself since i moved so um i every time i go back to oregon i try to hit up at least one or two shops and oh yeah hit up at least one or two homies because it's like dude it's not like this down there that's gotta be that's gotta be rough yeah Um. like rent's affordable i can pay my rent with my with my job you know yeah but it's like, man, the the weed situation is kind of tough. So yeah, um, I've heard the medical dispensaries out there are chill though. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, yeah. there's decent prices, but the other thing down here, Catherine, is there's no pesticide test. Uh, you know no, what I you mean? You don't really know what you're getting. No. Nah, so I even when I'm at the store. Yeah. I just assume that it's dirty, you know? And like in Oregon, like people really pride themselves on being organic and no spray and no none of that, you know? They try and brand themselves like that. So it's just different. So I guess lately the the gelato was fire. The gelato was fire lately, but. Yeah, gelato for sure. But uh, Proof Cultivar, in the last interview, they had this yeah. strain. When I worked at Kings of Canada, they had this strain on our shelf called Smarties. Like the Smarties. Halloween candy. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It was, and it was, it was dope? Yeah, it was Blue City Diesel crossed with Forum, Scu- Forum Cut Girl Scout cookies. Ooh, was it Frosty? Yeah, and it was super, super they sativa. Frosty, frosty bud, man. It was it was daytime, super fucking laser focused sativa, so, weed, man. It was bomb, and I haven't seen it from them since. Like I want them. I wonder to sell why. Weed. Yeah, it. After a couple batches, there were seeds in it, so maybe uh, the genetics weren't stable. But hopefully, yeah. I hope they didn't give up on it. I hope they work it out somehow. I only like from them. That sounds fire. Their purple punch is really good too. Yeah. Super, super frosty and fruity. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. So are there any other questions that you would like to ask me? No. Okay. So for... I feel like that was uh take a hit. Yeah, do what you do. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that was a pretty good interview. Um Everybody showed up and did a pretty good job. Everyone did? Yeah, regardless of connection issues. Yeah, this was the first episode, Catherine, where (laughs) we had three people booked and three people came on. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm stoked that you asked me to come on. Like, It was fun. Yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. Normally, I would have my co-host Will with me, but... The location he's at on the East Coast right now has a really, really poor connection. It's all good. This is this is good. 
Yeah. So, man, thank you for taking the time. Um, for sure. It's really awesome. Hopefully we can do a, a follow-up interview in the future. Yeah, for sure. In, in a few months. And then uh, I'll, I'll have some more stuff to talk about from Oregon because I'm going to head out there in the fall and see what's good. Hell yeah. Like you're going to move back or? No, I'm just going to go back and visit. I got to. Visit for a minute. Yeah, I got to do some music stuff. Oh, and Smart. Yeah, I just want some clean medicine that's that I can trust from a guy where I can shake hands with the guy who grew it, you know? Smart. Yeah, because down here, it's you're just taking a guy's word for it. And that's a lot of steps backwards for a guy like me, you know? Yeah, I definitely hear that. Yeah, but you'll be yeah. out here though pretty soon. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah. if you're working that weekend, I'll I'll try to hit you up and swing by your store and. For sure, absolutely. Buy some nugs from you. <laughs> but uh, we thank you All for right. coming on the show, Catherine. I hope you have a good rest of your night. And thanks, I... you guys too. As soon as I get the links for YouTube and Spotify, I will send them to you, okay? All right, cool. Yeah. Have a good All rest right. of your night, girl. It was dope talking yeah, to you. Yeah, peace and love. You too. Later. <laughs> All right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. That was the end of our third interview here on the eighth episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I feel like this is probably our, our longest running episode so far. Um, shout out to Will. He should be back next Sunday. We had some technical difficulties with his uh, internet connection. But I'm going to go ahead and do my outro dance. This was the eighth episode of Concerned Dabs podcast. I was your host, Katie M. Kane. Uh, with me in the beginning for a second was my co-host, Will Terps. He's the man. He'll be back next week. Um, with me in production was Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Curry. This has been a Main Node and Joseph Street Enterprise production. <laughs>